0: Homophobia! Racism! We'll find out which side is worse as we talk about East Side Story on the Gay, Eric, Yoga, and Erotic Cooking Association. I'm Nido Kitsch, and I'm joined by two friends whose favorite movies sound like popular musicals but but actually have nothing to do with them. First up, she recently found out that The Crying Game isn't a sequel to Cry Baby, it's Amelia.
1: <laughs> hi my name's amelia and little known fact is that cat on a hot tin roof has nothing to do with the tin man from wizard of oz and i can be found the nefarious navigator on instagram
0: next up no matter how hard they try they can't make the tin cats into a proper sequel to cats it's Ro.
2: hi everybody I'm Ro, and I'm here to remind you that critically acclaimed survival horror movie 127 Hours absolutely could have been named Rocky Horror Picture Show if some rando hadn't written a musical. <laughs> and you can find me on twitch.tv slash
0: <laughs> Aren't you happy that I threw in an, a, a it, video Anseloid game Weber. reference to yours <laughs> to, to tie into the Twitch? Maybe you can play Nintendo Cats. <laughs>
2: Oh my God! No. I think you're pulling up some sort of like repressed memory. I I I actually think I know what you're talking about.
0: Okay, hey, here we go. Spoilers ahead. Here we go. Choo choo. Um. Diego works in his grandmother's restaurant, but has dreams of moving to Phoenix and starting his own uh, restaurant, having gone to culinary school and all. Diego also has been dating Pablo, a scummy real estate agent who doesn't want to come out because he's afraid it'll hurt his business. Fair. Um, Also, uh, uh, people be super homophobic in Diego's grandmother's restaurant. Meanwhile, two gays, Wesley and Dennis, move in next door to Diego, and it turns out Dennis is super racist. Diego's aunt also comes back from probably France or whatever, and after Diego breaks up with Pablo, she starts dating him, and Pablo's attempt to make Diego jealous... Uh, and, and go back with uh, go back to how things were before Diego tried to get him to come out, so that they could have a more normal relationship. Diego slowly falls for Wesley, and vice versa, to the chagrin of Dennis, who becomes desperate enough to fake a hate crime to break up his boyfriend and Diego, leading to Diego to see uh, leading to Diego to see this as a sign that he should definitely move to Phoenix. Uh, Then all the lies get found out really easily, and Diego and and his aunt run their grandmother's restaurant and live happily ever after or whatever. Um, So, what did y'all think of this movie?
2: This movie, it was a movie.
1: (laughs) Was it better than a Jeff London movie? That's the real question. I think it's better than
2: Jeff London, but, like, was it better than the first Eating Out movie?
0: I would argue Ooh, that okay. Jeff London so, is better like, than the first CEO. No, album movie. I
2: don't. There's so many things about this movie that just <laughs> piss me off. Like, this wishy washy Diego attitude. Like, is he going to move to Phoenix? Is he not going to move to Phoenix? Meanwhile, like, homophobia and racism are having some sort of battle to the death in the barrio that's being gentrified which is a real thing that happens to Mexican neighborhoods and it feels like it's just being played up for like this like they they took a real issue and they they threw it into this kind of bullshit racism versus homophobia fight I
0: want to I want I wanted gangs like you know, since we have to compare this to West Side Story a little bit, it's like I wanted gangs. You know, like I wanted the homophobes versus the racists. You know, and I wanted them to I did sing too. about
1: it. I wanted, I wanted snapping, singing gangs <laughs> that danced a breakdance battle. You could have had a breakdance battle: the gentrifiers versus the Mexican breakdancers That would have um, been golden. I would
2: have. <laughs>
0: That would have been amazing. What about you, Amelia? Did you love this movie?
1: <laughs> um, I I think love is not quite the word I would choose to go with here. Uh, I did almost fall asleep a couple of times. Um. <laughs> I was very disappointed yeah, it was Amelia, not a musical.
2: Amelia and In any I sense said of the a word. Of different times watching this movie that we were very disappointed that it wasn't about like theater kids.
0: I, I told you going into this it wasn't a musical.
1: <laughs> well, yes, but that doesn't change a- the fact that I wanted hope. it to be
2: <laughs> a gay
0: can hope NATO. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I thought it was boring Screw <laughs> me being impartial like uh, uh the only chemistry in this movie is the between Pablo and bianca, and that's all for show
1: yeah i i don't know I honestly like i think one of the big issues I had with this film was um you take real serious issues of homophobia and racism and a real fucking important part of the oppression conversation which is intersectionality and instead it turned it into a racism versus homophobia which is worse type of deal like oh the racism is bad but look at all these racist mexicans and you know i i feel like it takes a very complex issue and just kind of boils it down to a very boring movie right i don't know
2: you, I wasn't you super happy about you that. You had a really <laughs> interesting conversation about gentrification and the real harm that it does to neighborhoods and to the economies um, located inside those neighborhoods. And instead, you just have this, like, these white gays talking about the help and gang violence and these old Mexicans talking about Fucking maricons.
0: <laughs> you know where, uh, you know a perfect place to talk about yeah. uh, gentrification would be?
1: When the restaurant's Phoenix. going broke? Um Phoenix. <laughs> Oh god. I think it's
0: well established <laughs> by now that I hate Phoenix. I, I think Phoenix is where uh they have an asshole magnet that draws all the assholes towards it and they live there and are assholes to people. As you uh, should also their roads and food sucks. Their Everybody parking should lots hate are Phoenix. basically Iron Maidens or cars and they kick babies. Um this is these <laughs> by are the way, all Phoenix. If you're
1: facts. listening if you <laughs> I mean, not to mention, Joe Arpaio lives there. <laughs> By the way, so, if you're listening said. from
2: Phoenix, hello, we love you. Keep listening, please. <laughs> please move.
1: Uh, it's your culture we don't like, okay? It's your culture, you're not you personally. kiss the
0: But, uh, <laughs> why, why would any... Like, okay, so, traditionally, a lot of restaurants... Um, or people who want to open restaurants, uh, have gravitated towards a more diverse group of people, uh, to try and get a better sort of like a wider, uh, pardon the word usage, but like a wider girth of business. Right. So like Chicago and New York, Mm -hmm. uh, opening up a restaurant in Santa Fe, you know, um, where well, there's more diversity. Why <laughs> would you want to open up a restaurant in Phoenix?
1: I just have to interject a second to say that I have been interpretive skating to that song from Rent almost nonstop this last week for some reason. So that You're made welcome. me laugh a lot internally. Uh, this Santa Fe restaurant comment. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, no, I don't know why on earth you would want to open a restaurant in Phoenix, especially when you're in freaking LA and you right. already own Isn't a restaurant. The... <laughs> also, I feel like that would have been. A... Isn't the food oh, sorry, scene in
2: LA like so evolved and like like so on it, like and like uber competitive? Anyways, you like, have the California if were going pizza. to open up a restaurant and you were like wanting to like really reach the people you you would want to do it in LA right like i get that he has issues with his neighborhood and that like ooh his family like might think he's gay even though most of them already know
0: but he was he was wanting to come out though is the thing like he's wanting to like come out and have like an actual relationship with like Pablo
2: yeah so I
1: don't... okay that's another thing I just think that the whole like moving to Phoenix plot was just stupid first of all I feel like it would have been a much more impactful and better movie if you had the two neighbors that moved in who are white one of them being racist maybe be restaurateurs that open their own whitewashed version of a mexican restaurant in the out, middle of this mexican neighborhood and it turns like why out not one make of that you already went rat. so far
2: as to have like <laughs> yeah you already went so far as to have like a <laughs> like a dirt low fucking racist gay in the movie anyway like you might as well have them go the whole nine gentrification yards and, and really commit to that choice yeah but the thing i don't i don't hit... know there's so much about this movie and like the choices that they made that are like so weird to me
0: also like it is completely like. Um, I went off on a tangent, like in my mind and in my notes about this, but like at, at one point when Bianca starts dating Pablo, uh, basically uh, Diego goes, "Oh, you know, you've slept with the men, right?" It's like, well, why the fuck would that matter? Like, and it's just like because there was this whole thing in porn where like uh, straight act uh, straight actors would appear in gay movies and then kind of get blacklisted back in Straightland, um because female performers were
1: That's uh, a place I never want to go. They
0: might you know, might have contracted <laughs> AIDS or gotten something from the gay performers, which is just homophobic. Um and that's kind of still going on today. Uh and it's just like why why i know why he's telling her to try and dissuade her from doing it but it's just a really shitty way of doing it and it makes me hate him because like of all the things you could tell her because chances are they've been dating he knows intimate details about him so it's like out of all the things that you could pull to try and get her uninterested in him the thing you pull out is that he's been with men
2: right it just it kind of felt
1: like pull out the fact that he's a yeah, fucking it kind asshole of felt like
2: <laughs> that they took this particular villain story and boiled it all down to like this this guy is a fucking let me let me start over and try and think of the right words Um It's like they took his whole story and villain arc and reduced it down to, hey, look, I'm a sketchy bisexual with commitment issues, which is a totally new take that no one has ever seen in media before.
0: I'm I'm, I'm just honestly, I am honestly, like, out of everything we've watched, this is the one thing that has really pissed me off to, like, no end is, like, you're not only like outing someone else's sex life, but you're doing it for your own personal gain. And you're supposed to be the fucking, you know, protagonist. Like this does not make me want to cheer for him. It makes me want to it makes me want to see right. him fail. No,
1: not at all.
2: It's like being bisexual and entering into relationships with both men and women is like the most n- normal thing that this guy does. He's a complete and total scumbag asshole for, like, multiple other reasons. <laughs> and, like, the fact that he slept with men before he got engaged to your aunt is not one of them. Like, that's not a good take.
0: <laughs> Speaking yeah. of not good takes, um, it is inevitable that a movie called east side story is going to get compared to I i don't know a more popular media like west side story even though technically west side story takes place in the east coast and east side story takes place on the west coast um i don't get that and i was and hasn't been explained to me but i i refuse to believe it um so Do you think that there are any elements from uh, West Side Story that were utilized in East Side Story?
1: You know, for a split second there, when Bianca was wearing the wedding dress, she kind of reminded me of Maria in that opening song that she's in. Because Maria also wears a white dress when she's singing... I feel pretty. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll that, that's take it. it. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean,
2: you, you kind of get, like, this idea of, like... You kind of get this idea of Jets versus Sharks kind of action between, like, the homophobia versus r- racism debate. But, like, again, that's such a, like, a shitty take or like a shitty plot point
1: yeah they're, they're both, both bad, bad. they're and both I think fucking bad was and kind of both depressive I think that was kind like... of the point in
2: West website story too is like nobody's the good guy here but like no these people are actual trash
0: <laughs> tonight on Gay Echo we are debating which is worse yeah. cancer or AIDS um so uh,
1: <laughs> at us with your feedback please (laughs) Uh,
0: what characters did you actually like in this film and why
1: Mm.
2: I contrary to Amelia's notes on this I actually kind of liked Bianca as a character Um, when she was alone with Pablo she wasn't afraid to ask for what she wanted and even though she was kind of a pushover to Pablo's, like, pathetic excuses and, like, attempts to, like, make up his inability to be sexual with her, like, she, like, at least was open to having the conversation about, like, like, I hear you saying that you don't want to, like, ab- Objectify me or whatever, but like, I won't be offended if you decide to take our relationship there. Like, this is something that I'm actively seeking out and wanting. Like, good for you for being a character who speaks up about what she wants at bed. And like,
1: that's a. I want to be clear that I. Oh,
2: the sorry, go ahead. In this movie get. Oh, I also like the abuela. Abuela, like. It wasn't clear whether she was like on the side of the gays at the beginning of the movie, but when she came in and she's like, "Oh yeah, not only do I know you're gay, but I know your asshole boyfriend is like dating your aunt now. What's up with that?" Like, Abuela a gets it.
1: Yeah, I want to be clear that I did actually like Bianca's character. It was her. <laughs> oh my that god! I didn't like. The
2: acting in this movie is terrible. It's all like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, they w- like they went, it's they went bad. to a professional so acting meet <laughs> and the whole movie was a conversation to see who could get the most acting out.
0: No, what happened? What happened? Yeah, was it was not good. They basically put, so they went to, they, they went to the Santa Fe University of Art and Design and they put up a casting oh, call God. for a feature film.
2: Um, but they only put it up in oh, the acting God. department. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't. Resist. I feel
2: so called out right yeah. now.
0: Uh, no, I'm sorry, I, I misread that. They only put up the casting call in the film building. Uh... <laughs> you know what? No,
2: there are so many movies
0: like this where it's just like, w- what can we actually talk about? You know it's like it's got bad acting it's got kind of a bland and plot it's so i think it's time for two white and one ethnically diverse person to fix this movie
2: hooray we can sit here all day and talk about why this movie is bad but if we don't take this opportunity to sit here and talk about what we can do to make this movie good, then literally nobody else will.
0: So first thing um, <laughs> is, uh, Diego, I'm I'm going to suggest that our main character wants to move off and make his own restaurant. I'm going to suggest that if if our main character wants to move off and make his own restaurant... Why, why can't his arc be more blatantly about him starting out as a food snob and coming to appreciate his roots? Like, uh, the groundwork is there, it's just not very developed, so let's make him super snobby so he mirrors the racism dentist views, but with food having gone to a prestigious food university. He could be like, The food in this restaurant is garbage! I should know! I went to F.U. Um... You know, I think that would actually like <laughs> give him a lot
1: more to work with. I think actually. I think that's actually a really good point, because so one thing about Bianca, right, the aunt was that she was at least in the beginning, she did come off kind of. as like one of those uh, kind of self-hating, like whitewashed Latinas that like it doesn't really appreciate her roots. Like at one point she says like, oh, I go by Bianca now because it sounds less like it's from the Mm -hmm. barrio, right?
2: Yeah.
1: That would have been a really good opportunity to do that to Diego as well. Maybe he went to this like Escoffier or like the Cordon Bleu in France or something. Like, you know, super fancy culinary school. And that mixed with the whole Mohofe that the homophobia that he experiences from his own community, and the sense of feeling that he doesn't like necessarily belong with that community because he's gay, kind of gives him a complex or two where he becomes a food snob and is like, "Oh, I don't this this food right. is like kind of trash," you know. Uh, and I it can takes make this his, so much it better. His grandma's blah, blah, restaurant blah.
2: almost closing to for him to realize that, like the like the food that is closest to him and like the food from his roots and like the stuff that he knows best it like the food in his soul is what he should be cooking all along this This movie this this movie is literally one man's like chef journey
1: (laughs) what if what if Back to my earlier suggestion of the the racist white guy coming into this neighborhood and opening like some Latin fusion and like whitewashed Mexican food restaurant that competes with his. What if he hires him on as a chef at first and that's when he starts experiencing the racism from his white boss? And starts discovering, like, the meaning think, of his bar culture. I think he just described Good Burger. In the grandmother's failing restaurant. But then he... But then <laughs> he meets... You've never his seen Good Burger? Bosses, like... <laughs> <laughs> I... Very long time ago when I was... See, when I was a then child, He meets his... <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, go I was going to say, then he meets his... He meets his boss's hot son. And they, like share their food dreams together and ultimately like they merge into something that like is better than the sum of its parts and then you have your tony and maria and your jets and your sharks and you have a reason to call the movie east side story
0: so let's let's go on to um to wesley uh who was pretty boring uh defying traits are that he drives and is a alcoholic uh, what can we do to boost his character that also <laughs> helps to maybe challenge Diego's snobbiness?
1: I mean, I kind of... Wesley is the yeah. guy as his yeah. love interest, right? Yeah, I I'm just make be, sure uh, these
2: the names idea right. Okay. Of Wesley as like the scion of this rival invading restaurant, who's like really like confused about his own food journey, like as kind of a M- Maria figure in this West Side Story analogy has like has some
1: I feel tasty Yeah. oh so tasty I feel goody and tasty and gay who has
2: like all of this upbringing (laughs) of like fine dining and technique and like quote unquote cuisine (laughs) but like is missing like this like this, food of my roots, like like the taste of my home kind of approach that Diego is like trying to move away from.
0: What is gay food?
2: What is gay food? Like, if there was a gay um, restaurant, gay restaurant serves poppers.
1: The urge, the urge to fucking make sausage jokes right now. I want to kielbasa. If there's a
0: gay restaurant out there, please send it to us. I want to know what their menu is. And if it's poppers.
2: Poppers and uh, kielbasa. <laughs> poppers and
1: kielbasa. <laughs> Start a
0: new game, theme I restaurant, it's is the perfect. problem with, with Wesley, uh, uh, in, in this movie, is he's just like they give him things but they don't really impact his character he's an a recovering alcoholic but that doesn't really do anything when it comes to like trust issues or there's not really any like alcoholic beverages around t- or and diego is not like drinking wine or anything you know uh which could go back in with like the snobbish nature of him and wine snobs are everywhere. Um, side so I, I don't like your idea. Yeah. We're so so far Diego, super snob, uh he, he, uh rejecting his roots, going to go work for Dennis and his son Wesley um at the uh at the gay restaurant that is opening up to try and uh help gentrify the neighborhood. Sound good?
2: I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm liking this kind of, I'm liking I like that. this kind of dynamic that we're building because now you have Diego and Wesley who are like desperately trying to like work off of each other and like build a food story that works for the both of them to find like a food place where they can belong. And in the meantime, their families are warring it out over the gentrification and whiteification of the barrio. Like I, that, immediately to me is a more compelling story. So we do. So
0: mm-hmm. so um, I'm gonna skip over Dennis for just a little bit, but I want to come back to him because I think there's parts that we could really boost up about him but i think that understanding the other characters first will help us sort of like
2: uh
0: more flesh out his character as the main villain so um pablo is such a mess uh we we really need to just refigure his whole character because like is he bi is he a kinkster that's you know maybe is just like he his fantasies are too extreme and slowly like pushing away like everyone that uh you know he tries to have a relationship with uh maybe he's actually really into bianca uh, ideas
2: um pablo is mercutio um i'm just saying this so we can have a chance <laughs> to have a pablo.
1: <laughs> i agree Yeah, I don't know. Pablo It's just weird. I do like the, um, well, what's it called? I, I do think maybe Pablo is a missed opportunity to make a commentary about how bisexual people maybe just like both. Maybe even for 2021, Pablo could be pansexual. And I don't know. I don't know if he's really in love with Bianca or not. I like that, but I also like the idea of Pablo just like dying in a kink dungeon somewhere because he kind of sucks. <laughs> I actually,
0: like, I honestly like, and and I was thinking about this. Uh, in the movie, we got Pablo's best choice of a mate would have been Wesley, just because they're both like figuring out what they are, and they don't want that whole. Like heavy commitment ooh. to it. not the version we're making, but like they would have been a really good You're right. for each other, yeah,
1: in this one uh, I think I, I think agree Pablo, I
0: agree uh, ooh we could we could go even further with Pablo because he's the real estate dude, he's gonna foreclose on the restaurant after they lose the cook. yeah but you know you know like
2: he you still have him around as kind of an like an anti-hero but like i don't know i think there's a way to cast pablo in a more sympathetic light you know what i mean like sure he's a piece of trash but in the current iteration of this movie he's being highlighted as a piece of trash for all the wrong reasons. So I would love to see, like, a little more humanity put into Pablo's character choices and motivations.
0: What do you think? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like,
1: I think that... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, I think there could have been a really good opportunity there to, like maybe that's something that he struggles with is like, you know, not really wanting to to be out in the open. Maybe he secretly is in love with Diego. And, you know, the the non-commitment is just like a front he's putting on because he's a lot more scared of being rejected by his community as opposed to Diego, who is okay with being rejected to his community in our version, and, you know, would rather reject his own community for being homophobic against him. Like, I think that would be a really what, good, what, like, little what, contrast, you know? Um, I, got and then you it, have... I got it, I got it, I got I got
0: We start what? out with him as Bianca's fiance, And he, yes. he, he develops a crush, his first, his first crush on a man is on Diego. and so there like, we he's, go. he's coming to terms with his bisexuality throughout the movie which culminates with him basically like in a heated moment or whatever uh between racism and homophobia like like sharing his feelings to diego oh, about diego uh because he's really respected because he's dating bianca who is like i guess like kind of the heiress to the restaurant
2: That could work, and then and then you get this really kind of like strained position for Pablo because on the one hand he's dating Bianca and so he has a vested interest in the restaurant, but on the other hand his work ties means that he has to go through with this foreclosure like he's legally obligated to do this thing that he knows is hurting his beloved and her family. Like there's so many mm-hmm. directions that this movie could have gone
1: that are more that are more compelling. I have an idea too. <laughs> Bianca in the movie literally talks about having been in a foursome and saying Which is like true. it's not an orgy. It's very true. So I, yeah, it's true. But why not? <laughs> why not? Because because Pablo is already in a committed, engaged relationship with Bianca, right? And obviously, he can't date an aunt and nephew at the same time because that would be fucking weird. But why don't we then turn that into maybe Pablo and Bianca get get another fucking boyfriend? They can live their happy, well, polyamorous lifestyle. Amelia, that is
2: very 2021 of you. <laughs> this movie was released and I don't know the fuck when, but it sure as hell was in 2021. You need to, like. <laughs> there was polyamory like, in 2004 or whatever. You need to, like, walk it back.
0: <laughs> there were three way relationships back then. Um. Speaking of Bianca, though, I think they really should have <laughs> prince- princessified her a bit more because she's like, you know, from afar she changed yeah. her name to seem more white. I and like she's like getting ready to get married and stuff. I wanted her to right. like go full on, um, you know, more like annoying, uh, uh, entitled aunt who doesn't really see right. things for the way they are. And then, like, to ha- <laughs> and then, like, in, in the end, mm-hmm. like, you know, has a look. It's like, Pokemon weren't supposed to fight. Not like this. Or something. Uh, we can redo the right. lines later.
2: You could have her literally also- like, be the human personification of gentrification and then have her be the last bastion standing against, like, the foreclosure of her family's restaurant. That's Pretty powerful,
1: yeah. I think I like the final that.
0: thing I'd like to add to this, and this was like an idea I had. Uh, it's gonna shock you because I'm the one who's saying it. I think Diego should go to Phoenix in the end.
2: Agreed. Um, I was so I was so tired of like this will he won't he bullshit. I'm like if you're so like Torn up about it Just leave already Just leave already and if it doesn't Work out move in with your grandma Like
0: <laughs> I think he needs to under. I-, I think going to a culinary School took him away from his roots But after he rediscovers Them he should be able To go find Basically where to plant Himself And Mm-hmm. since he really for some reason wants to go to phoenix i think he should go to phoenix and like the last scene should basically be him in his restaurant and maybe like you know a cute boy comes in and you know asks for a drink or something um and they start chatting i think that would be a good sort of like moving forward kind of into it uh while still in acting change in his community and telling an interesting story the only negative would be it would end in phoenix mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um
1: maybe maybe he the maybe at the end of the movie he's made phoenix uh a more tolerable place oh, i think that, that does should die suck. And no
0: one should go to his funeral um <laughs> Maybe we can end <laughs> on that instead, just like as a, like a gag, just like an empty funeral and the credits. Roll by. Empty funeral, uh hall and the credits just roll by. <laughs> you see, like the pictures of Dennis's face. I think that that'd actually really.
2: hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> we have gathered here to celebrate the life of one. Really racist gay guy, and then you just pan over the pews and it's empty except for one like homeless guy sitting in the back, asking if there's gonna be a buffet during the week.
0: <laughs> you know what? I, I, I think we fixed it. I think we fixed this movie. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, we did. I
2: think, I think we made a pretty darn good movie.
0: Yeah. Now someone out there, go make it for us so we can review it on the podcast. Yeah. Um,
2: if anybody wants the rights to this script, come hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> Bi- bias. I think it's far away enough from the original East side story that we can like confidently sell it.
0: Buy us some of those like Apple rings, Ring right. and you can without have getting it. sued. You can have the whole idea. <laughs> In fact, the per- in fact, uh, whoever directed uh, and wrote uh, *East Side Story*, if you want to redo it with all these ideas, th- those those it. green apple <laughs> candy sugar things that you get at rest stops, like just three pa- three packages, one to New Mexico, the other two to Colorado,
2: boom, you have the rights. <laughs> Done. Done. I am easily bought. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar, sugar is all Look, it Look,
1: I dignity. <laughs> I don't know her. Okay.
2: <laughs> and if you want us to write a movie for you on our podcast, just fucking let us know, man. Or just what? make
0: a, or just make a boring movie, and we'll do it for you. We're
2: just banger after banger. We've been making on this podcast.
0: <laughs> well, it's true. I think it's about time we sum things up. Amelia did this movie make you want to leave the col? sorry did this movie make you want to learn the culinary arts or just use the popcorn button on your microwave
1: <laughs> popcorn button all the way this is one of the few movies I, I just I wouldn't recommend it it's boring it's no, not Amelia, worth it you can't
2: use the popcorn <laughs> button if you push that button it'll set off the fire alarm in the dorms <laughs> <laughs> every other fucking that... week <laughs>
0: sometimes multiple times in the same week bro <laughs> did this movie make you want to stay and find the wonders hiding under your nose or move to phoenix and regret everything
2: first of all um I, w- I would never <laughs> phoenix is doing perfectly fine without me <laughs> We don't need to go there. <laughs> but like, seriously, um, I, um, I said it for Queer Duck, and I'll say it for this movie. Uh, I watched it, so you don't have to. And if you go to YouTube and look up this movie and see the comments about how this is such a good movie, you guys, like, don't believe them. Nobody on YouTube. N- nobody on YouTube. They're knows lying what to a you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, that's what we think. But if you've seen this movie for some reason and end up watching it later, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and your experience with it. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, G-E-K-A-P-O-D. That's G A Y E C A P O D. While you're there, why not suggest a movie for us to watch in the future? We're always looking for new suggestions, and we can't wait to experience more movies with you. I'm Nito Kitch, and we'll see you next year for season two of Gay Eka.
1: We did it! We made a whole season of kind of. You guys, we made it for an
2: entire year <laughs> of, like, so, some very bad movies, and
0: some very good movies. Uh, I just can't wait to share Jeff Lundy Week 2 with y'all.
2: Yeah, we're like half a season away from another oh, Jeff London God. week. Like, just pray for oh, our immortal God. Souls.
0: Uh- and We got <laughs> another gay movie coming up. We have Blued by Derek Jerman. We have so many good things next season. As long as you know we still do this thing,
2: it's gonna be
1: great. And think
2: about it. We already watched Stonewall, so we don't have to do it next season. <laughs>
1: Look, I'm I'm in this for as long as there's Jeff London week because I've already done the first one and I feel oh, like yeah. I'm too committed we're, at this point. In it to win it at this point.
0: <laughs> and we also get to do really cool stuff. Like, we're going to do revisits of our early episodes since we did the uh, uh, the format change. So we get to watch But I'm a Cheerleader again and mm-hmm. Dorian Blues again.
1: Yeah. I'm excited for that. And we're going to
0: have, like, some friends on, sometimes... And it's just going to be so much fun. I can't wait uh, to show you some really bad movies that you're going to hate.
1: I'm excited. <laughs> this, is, this is everything my life has been leading up to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, thank you, so thank you, Ro. Thank you, Amelia. And we'll see you next
2: year. Later. Goodbye.